audience waited a long time for this show. We don't need to wait. Why don't we get him out here right now? Why doesn't Malachi Black come out here right now? Put on his face. Tony, stop talking. Stop talking. July the 7th, Malachi Black came into our life. He has systematically destroyed every one of us. He used me to get to you, but it's your fight. The first time he totally destroyed you, you start taking your boot off. What's that all about? We didn't talk about that. You come back for number two. I got this. You finally get him hurt. What do you do? You roll out of the ring to see about me. To hell with me. It doesn't matter. It's not about me. Should have finished that fight. Here's some differences, though, Cody, that's going to prevent you from going one inch any further. Malachi Black is an assassin. He's a predator. He will do anything in the world to win a match and destroy the man that he's in there with. Ask Lee. Ask Brock. And just the fact is, I would step in and take the fight, but I'm just too damn old. But I'll tell you what. There's two big differences between you and I, Cody. You pull up to a red light, a man jerks your door open, says, out of the car, I'm taking your car. You say, okay, take it. Just don't hurt me. You know what I do? I pull out the Glock, put it on his forehead, and spill his brains all over the concrete. I'm Arn Anderson. Excalibur, JR, I believe that Arn Anderson has bodies in his past, but I don't believe he used a gun to tally those bodies. Well, we have to take a break and collect ourselves. We'll be right back. Getting worked podcast, Mike's getting tipsy. He drink a lot of beer and he drink a lot of whiskey. When he's not doing that, probably watching wrestling. Talking about the beers and it's so interesting. Mike's online, you can give him a follow. End of the day, he be cleaning up the tacos. No better podcast if you ask me. Getting worked, you can leave off the last G. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. The DMV getting worked in the VIP getting work out getting worked getting work get getting work getting work getting work get getting work getting work getting work get getting work getting work getting work get getting work of the internet getting worked is back I'm Mike and I'm the kind of man if you pull me over and try to carjack me and say get out of the car this is a carjacking I'm gonna say hey let's go get a beer anyway Welcome back once again. This is Getting Worked, 
thank you. Once again, thank you for tuning in wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, gettingwork.com. Make sure you guys go like, subscribe, show me some love. It's been a hell of an event. I don't want to say eventful week in the world of professional wrestling, but we're going to get past that part really quick. Uh, this week's drink has nothing to do with professional wrestling. We're actually making a milkshake, but we're going to get to that here in just a moment. I want to make sure we take a second, remind you guys, October 25th, Fretboard Brewing in Blue Ash, Ohio, getting worked live. Me, drinking on a stage with a microphone. I got some surprises. I got a game. I don't know if I want to call it a game. I'm going to try to give some stuff away. So make sure you guys go to gettingwork.com. Keep up with everything about that. Go to fretboard.com. I'm sorry, fretboardbrewing.com. Uh, Blue Ash, Ohio, October 25th. The show's going to kick off at 7 p.m. The goal, probably have everything all wrapped up. That way we can all hang out in the bar together and watch Monday Night Raw. It's a Monday night, so... You know, I want to try to be respectful of people having to go to, like, jobs and shit the next day. But it's going to be a fucking blast. October 25th. So, uh, like I said, professional wrestling was weird. Good, bad, weird. Uh, we had, on the AEW side, I'm going to talk about that first because that was better. You had the Grand Slam show. Two-night event. We, we talked about that on the last episode. The, the big highlight of the show was Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega. I'm sorry, Bryan Danielson versus Kenny Omega. I keep fucking doing that. Uh, Bryan Danielson, ever since he left WWE, switched back to his name, his real name, of Bryan Danielson. I keep fucking it up, so I apologize. But he, he he wrestled Kenny Omega for the second time ever in history, and it was a great fucking match. I will always go on record not being the biggest Kenny Omega fan. He's he's great. He's 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 super talented. Just not always my thing. Uh, there's certain things he does that remind me that it's fake. And that's okay, because it's wrestling. But I'm usually really critical of Kenny Omega matches, but this was fucking great. Uh, the back and forth was wonderful. I, I could have done without the fight at the end. But the match ended in a time limit draw. They went the full 20 minutes. There was no winner. So that's going to leave everything open for another match, which is great. And on the other side of the pro wrestling coin, WWE, they had their Extreme Rules pay-per-view. I use the term pay-per-view loosely because none of it's really a pay-per-view anymore. It, you pay a monthly subscription to Peacock 
then you just get the show. You're not shelling. It's what is it like five ninety nine? I pay for it. I don't even fucking know what it costs. Who gives a shit? It's not expensive. But it's still called a pay-per-view. I remember when I was younger begging parents to shell out the $30, $40, for WCW shows. Because there was a WCW every month, WWE every month on pay-per-view. Yeah. So as a kid watching wrestling, man, I was asking my mom to shell out, like, what was that, like... 70 to 100 bucks probably a month just on wrestling pay-per-views. But I digress. This fucking beer is delicious. I'm drinking 18th Street Brewery's Deal with the Devil. Yeah, it's their pale ale. Had to stop and start back up for a moment. There was a weird static if you heard that. So, WWE had their Extreme Rules pay-per-view it was the normal rules. Normally the theme behind WWE extreme rules is every match has an extreme rule. Maybe it's a ladder match. Maybe it's a no disqualification match. Maybe this next, the next match is a false count anywhere match. There's something to put a different spin on it. But for this show, most of the matches except for the main event, were just normal rules. Which was lame. Last year, this pay-per-view was called The Horror Show at Extreme Rules. Because Seth Rollins and uh, Rey Mysterio had a storyline where, essentially, Seth Rollins popped Rey's eye out of his head. It was the stupidest fake bullshit. Uh, But this year was... Super tame. They main evented the show with Roman Reigns versus the demon Finn Balor. Now, I'm a huge Finn Balor fan. Huge. Well, okay, let me, let me, let me rewind. Following the Fergal Devitt character, which was his name, in that's his real name, but following him throughout Ring of Honor, through NXT, up to WWE, back to NXT, back to WWE. I've always been a fan of him. So I was excited for the Demon to come back. I was excited for Finn Balor to get a title shot. Here's the problem. His title match is against Roman Reigns. The best thing going in wrestling not named Adam Cole. So, very clear that the demon Finn Balor has no fucking chance. No fucking chance. Because they're not going to take the belt off a Roman at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view to anybody in face paint. I don't, it could have been Roman Reigns, it could, or it could have been Finn Balor, it could have been Papa Shango, it could have been Jeff Hardy, it could have been, I'm trying to think, Darby Allen. If Darby Allen was as big as he is in AEW, in WWE. Nobody that's just not a badass character is going to take the belt off of Roman Reigns right now. Roman Reigns is operating on a different fucking level. 
it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Brock. They even talked about that before the Extreme Rules match, which kind of ruined it. Kind of made it weird. But I digress. So the match is going on. It's whatever. It's fun. And the spot that everybody freaked out about. Uh, Roman Reigns had Finn Balor down on the outside. Finn gets distracted by one thing or another and gets speared through the barricade. Roman Reigns tackled, spears him through the barricade, knocks him down. Finn Balor's out. Out cold. The lights go red. For those of you who don't follow Finn Balor or pro wrestling, his music starts with a heartbeat. Just a boom, boom. Boom, boom. And they started playing it. And every time you heard the boom, 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 Finn Balor's body would pulsate almost like a defibrillator. Problem is, in his head, I think he's trying to combine the concept of I'm really out of it. I've had my ass kicked with the pulse beat, bringing him back to life. So it kind of looks like a flopping fish because he wanted his body to look loose, but he did the flop like the little I'm moving and it looked fucking terrible. He gets back up and apparently this music and the red light, starts re-energizing him. He is, he's, he's the demon New Jack. I didn't come up with that. Brian Alvarez did, but he's the demon New Jack at this point because he's beaten everybody up while his theme music is still playing. He goes for a bunch of bullshit and goes to get on the top rope for what looks to be his finishing move, the coup de grace. It's the second one he would have hit. So there's a split part of me thinking... For a split second, just a tiny part of me is like, is he going to do it? Are they going to put the belt on him? And then the rope broke. I'm going to let, yep, the rope he was standing on broke. Now, since the event, footage has come out of clearly at the other turnbuckle, the opposite side of the ring, somebody just unhooked the rope. And it made the whole rope fall. But essentially, the demon was defeated by God. He stood up on the top rope, was about to win. God said, eh, eh, and the rope breaks. And that's how Roman Reigns retained his title at Extreme Rules. Um, this kills the demon character, right? Because Finn Balor puts on the demon makeup when being normal dude Finn Balor doesn't work. He put on the demon makeup because we have to we have to acknowledge that he's a real dude putting on face paint. They 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 try to make it seem supernatural, but there's no justifying grease paint. It's grease paint. It was really good grease paint this time, though. I will give him that. Normally, in wrestling, 
if a wrestler is wearing like body paint, grease paint, face paint, it always rubs off. Finn Balor's paint did not seem to rub off at all. I don't know if it's a special paint or if they might be printing like a decal almost, like a temporary tattoo style thing that goes on him because none of the shit came off. But you're telling me now that when he turns into the demon, that that doesn't get the job done. Because that was the whole point of the demon, was the demon got the job done when Finn Balor couldn't. Now you're telling me that that guy can get beat. That demon can get beat by a dude. By Ro- Roman Reigns, I, I, acknowledge, I acknowledge my tribal chief all day long. However, you have proven to me that Finn Balor is just a dude. So... Y'all kill the demon. That's why we're going to get fucking drunk. And in fact, we're not even going to talk about pro wrestling. Here in a moment, we're going to jump right into making this drink think? based on one of my favorite movies of all time, the pulse. Pulp Fiction. I am, buddy. We're going to jump in here you. in just a moment. Let's see. Steak, steak, steak. Oh, yeah. Uh, Douglas Sirk steak. How do you want that cooked? Run to a crisp or bloody as hell. Bloody as hell and, oh yeah, look at this, vanilla coke. What about you, Peggy Sue? I'll have the Durward Kirby Burger, bloody, and a $5 shake. Anyone with that shake, Martin and Lewis or Amos and Andy? Martin and Lewis. Did you just order a $5 shake? Mm-hmm. That's a shake. That's milk and ice cream. Last I heard. That's five dollars. You don't put bourbon in or nothing? No. Just check. I'll be right back with your drinks. Could you, um, roll me one of those, cowboy? You can have this one, cowgirl. Thanks. So, Marsala said you just got back from Amsterdam. Sure did. How long were you there? Just over three years. I go there about once a year to chill out for a month. No kidding. I didn't know that. Why would you? I heard you did a pilot. That was my 15 minutes. What was it? It was a show about a team of female secret agents called Fox Force 5. What? Fox Force 5. Fox is in we're a bunch of foxy chicks. Force is in we're a force to be reckoned with. And 5 is in there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 of us. There was a blonde one, Somerset O'Neill. She was a leader. The Japanese fox was a kung fu master. The black girl was a demolition expert. French fox's speciality was sex. What was your specialty? Knives. Character I played, Raven McCoy. Her background was she grew up raised by circus performers. According to the show, she was the deadliest woman in the world with a knife. And she knew a zillion old jokes. Her grandfather, an old vaudevillian, taught her. 
And if we would have got picked up, it would have worked in a gimmick where every show, I would have told another joke. You know any animal jokes? Well, we only got the chance to say one because we only did one show. Tell me. It's corny. Don't be that way. Tell me. Nah, you wouldn't like it and I'd be embarrassed. You'd be embarrassed. You told like 50 million people and you can't tell me? I promise I won't laugh. That's what I'm afraid of, Vince. That's not what I meant. You know it. No, I'm definitely not going to tell you because it's been built up too much. What a jib. Martin and Lewis. Vanilla Coke. Yummy. You think I can have a sip of that? Be my guest. I gotta know what a five dollar shake tastes like. You can use my straw. I don't have cooties. Yeah, but maybe I do. Cooties I can handle. Alright. God damn, it's a pretty fucking good milkshake. Told you. I don't know if it was worth five dollars, it was pretty fucking good. necessary to yak about bullshit in order to be comfortable people of the internet we're back it's time to get drunk here's what we're gonna do we've done beer drinks margaritas straight up cocktails shots of whiskey it's time for me to bring the sweetness my sweet babies we're gonna do a milkshake now when i think of a milkshake in pop culture, I think of Pulp Fiction. Uh, everyone's going to talk about the $5 milkshake, which, from the scene in the famous 1994 movie, is just milk and ice cream. Vincent Vegas said it himself. When Vincent and Uma Thurman's character, uh, Mia, sit down at Jack Rabbit Slim's, he's taken back by the fact that the milkshake is $5. Looks directly at the waiter, who is Buddy Holly, played by Steve Buscemi, says to him, it's milk and ice cream, right? And it's $5? So we're going to actually make this motherfucker worth $5. When it comes to a milkshake, I'm actually going to go... I'm already going sweet, and I don't like sweet drinks normally, but we're going to make this worthwhile. We're going to put whiskey in it. And when it came to whiskey and a milkshake, I figured, now, I could just use bourbon, because that was, once again, Vincent Vegas' question. You don't put bourbon in it or nothing. But we're going to put peanut butter whiskey. Now, I have a bottle of Squirrel, 
This is a 42 proof peanut butter whiskey out of Chicago, Illinois, uh, produced and bottled by Fielding and Jones. S-Q-R-R-L. So there's no vowels in the name. S-Q-R-R-L. Peanut butter whiskey. 42 proof. So it's pretty light and proof. So we're going to go kind of heavy with the whiskey in this because this is dessert. But still want to have some, some kick and some booze in there. So we're going to use peanut butter whiskey. And one of my favorite things when I went back and watched the scene is the fact that they're in a restaurant and smoking. Not that I even smoke cigarettes, but it's crazy to see a world, 1994, when you can smoke in a restaurant. They're sitting in the booth, rolling cigarettes, lighting them up right there. So, we're going to make this drink smoky. We are going to add some of our Traeger Smoked Simple Syrup. Uh, this is I got this off of Amazon. This is Traeger, T-R-A-E-G-E-R. This is the uh, pellet grill smoker company. This is a Smoked Simple Syrup. It's vanilla, clove. Uh, we used this previously in the... Uh, smoked Broberry Lemonade, the Matt Riddle cocktail we did a few weeks back. So you should, if you're following along, still have some of this around. I fucking love that, though. We also are going to add some Irish cream, mainly to supplement the milk. Now, you guys could always just use Bailey's, the most common one. I got Ryan's, though. Ryan's Irish Cream, this is actually made out of the Sazerac, made by Sazerac out of uh, Louisville, Kentucky. So I figured, why not? Let's use a Kentucky product. I have 50 milliliter. This is literally just a shot bottle, like the one shot bottle you buy at the liquor store, like the mini bottle, like the airplane bottle. It's just one of those. So I've got one of those 50 milliliters of Ryan's Irish Cream. I've got my smoked simple syrup. And I've got my peanut butter whiskey. We're going to go ahead and get this started. We're actually going to be building in the blender. So really, all you need is your blender, your booze, oh, and ice cream. I've just got vanilla ice cream that I just got from Kroger. Use whatever ice cream you want. You want to use Briars, use Briars. You want to use Artisan ice cream. You use some craft company. You want to make your own, make your own. Uh, but I don't want to go intense. So I'm just going to be using regular vanilla ice cream from Kroger. We're gonna build right in the blender. So, got my blender ready to go. I have my jigger and I have my measuring, well, measuring cup. I'm using it as a rinsing cup though, cause there's gonna be a lot of stuff. So I wanna be able to have this, uh, have this cup to put everything in when I'm done. I'm gonna go ahead, because I want to give myself the ability. I'm gonna put pour spouts in the peanut butter whiskey and in the simple syrup, because I wanna be able to, if I feel like I need to put more in there, I wanna be able to pour directly in. And that drizzle that you get with a pour spout is gonna be good. So, we got everything set up, we're ready to rock. Let's build this motherfucking drink. All right, let's do this. So 
first things first, blender open. Take the lid off. All right. So I haven't made this yet. We're gonna be kind of working this, eyeballing this. Let's start off with two ounces of peanut butter whiskey. Three ounces. I'm three ounces of whiskey. It's really low alcohol whiskey. It's only 42 proof. So it's not gonna burn. And I want that whiskey flavor and I want the peanut butter. So we've got three ounces of whiskey. We're gonna do an ounce of our syrup. Do an ounce and like a little splash. So like an ounce and a quarter. So I literally just poured an ounce of my jigger, pour that in, and then just poured a drizzle directly in the in the vessel. So whiskey is in, syrup is in. Next thing, Ryan's Irish cream. Hmm. So 50 milliliters. Let's do it right in the carafe. It looks good. So, everything's in there, all the booze. Now we're just gonna add our vanilla ice cream. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? Go right ahead. <sighs> and hit the spot. So we got our ice cream. And I just realized we never talked about the name. It it would be really obvious for me to call this the $5 milkshake. But I, I guarantee you that it already exists. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna call this the Jack Rabbit Slim. Named after the restaurant Jack Rabbit Slims that they went to. So we've got our ice cream. I'm gonna do four scoops. Probably, I mean, I got like a medium. It's a pretty small ice cream scoop, actually. It's it only, it makes ice cream scoops about the size of like a melon ball. So I'm gonna go ahead. Let's see. There's three. You gotta you gotta just need to eyeball it. Milkshake thickness is a preference thing. So we've got. Mm. Yeah, that looks about right. All right, so booze in, ice cream in, syrup in. All right, and we will blend. I'm just using the pulse. like all the alcohol I used 
has made it very thin. So, that's okay. So I was saying, this is like an eyeball thing. Kind of figure out how much you need. So I'm gonna add more ice cream. Blend it for another minute. You want it to start doing that where it starts folding in on itself. I think we're ready to rock. I have, this is like a really big wine glass, but it looked perfect for a boozy milkshake. I'm gonna go ahead, pour this. It's nice when your blender has the pour spout. That way it's all just one. Pour it, leave about an inch of space at the top. Mm. Oh, God damn. God damn, that's good. And then now, to make this even more of a milkshake, we're gonna get some whipped cream. All right, so what is a good milkshake without whipped cream? I just got the regular original Ready Whip out of the can. Alright. Just give it a nice little whipped cream top there. Hit this bad boy with a straw. And there it is. People of the internet, we just made the Jackrabbit Slim. It is a peanut butter smoked milkshake. Let's give her a taste. Mmm. Oh, holy shit. People of the internet, I done did it again! Oh my god. Okay, so, you guys can do this with any peanut butter whiskey. I use Squirrel, because that was low cost at a store that I saw. I think like it was a markdown. Uh, you can use Screwball, uh, Old Smoky, out of Gatlinburg makes a peanut butter whiskey, but hold on. Mmm. Mmm. That is good. People of the internet, I done did it again. Once again, I'm Mike. Hold on. Mm. This is getting worked. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, leave a review. Wherever you guys get your podcasts, October 25th is just around the corner. What better Halloween tradition can we start than y'all coming to see me at Fretboard Brewing, October 25th, 7 p.m. We're not going to be having this, but we're going to be having a good fucking time. Make sure you're there. Like, subscribe, leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at Getting Worked with Mike. Follow me on Twitter at getting worked, tell your friends, make a milkshake, put some booze in it. We'll see you next week. We got drunk, we marked out. 
We'll see you next week. This is Platinum Max. Signing off. Getting worked. There's no G in yet. Except for the first G, of course. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting work, get, getting work, getting work, getting work, get, getting work, getting work, getting work, get, getting work, getting work, getting work, get, getting work.